7.32, the moment is finally upon us. Britain has kicked off negotiations to leave the European Union nine months after a referendum in which the population voted to do exactly that, despite some either cold feet or just more prominent opposition in recent days, weeks, even months. So um, this came as British Prime Minister Theresa May sent a letter to European Council President Donald Tusk. Let's uh, discuss further with Dr Simon Usherwood, reader at the Department of Politics, University of Surrey, just in the London area where many of these protests have been focused. Thank you very much for joining us. It's a pleasure to join you. I mean, there was a large-scale Unite for Europe march over the weekend prior to the triggering of the famous Article 50. So what has public sentiment been like there today? It's, uh, it's interesting that you, you do still have these large uh, public marches uh, in big cities, but uh, that hasn't translated into uh, strong political action, that you haven't seen uh, a lot of uh, politicians coming out and trying to fight this process. The, the referendum, I think, really uh, was broadly accepted by people as, uh, as the legitimate way of making this decision. Um, and uh, it, it doesn't really uh, translate from the streets into uh, the decision-making process yet. So uh, I think whilst there are a lot of people who are unsettled and worried about this uh, development, uh, it doesn't mean that they're necessarily going to be able to shape what happens. It is highly symbolic, but what does it mean in practical terms, Article 50 being officially triggered? Well, it, it means that rather than just being a, a notional process, you know, something that might happen, uh, today's developments or yesterday's developments mean that uh, the clock has started ticking, that in two years, the EU and the UK either have to reach an agreement uh, about uh, the terms of leaving, or uh, the UK leaves with no deal at all. So it really does matter uh, quite uh, substantially because it means that uh, you have to have those talks uh, getting underway as soon as possible um, and you've got to try and reach an agreement because I think everybody, both EU and UK, uh, recognise that not having an agreement uh, causes a lot more difficulties uh, than it might solve. Prime Minister May has been pretty uh, tough in her talk on Europe and on the exit. Does it all suggest we're heading towards the, the hard Brexit that analysts have been speculating? Does she have the Conservative support for that? I think she does. Uh, she's been very good at uh, sounding determined uh, about this process, and I think that, that really matters. Um, the detail of what this uh, relationship might look like at the end, I think, is still quite open, but it looks like it's something at the harder end of things, that the uh, UK is not trying to keep uh, all of the market access that it, it currently has, uh, because it cares more about uh, securing control over the movement of people. So, um, uh, working from that, uh, that's pushed uh, the government towards the harder end. So, uh, I think there's a lot still to be negotiated, but that's kind of how it's looking at the moment. Do you see it going down to the wire within that timeline, or, or is there a possibility, uh, some sort of way, that this could happen faster than expected? Uh, I think any chance of it happening in less than two years is is almost zero. There, there's so much that needs to be uh, 
discussed and negotiated and agreed that the two years looks really tight. And remember, it's not just uh, an agreement that has to be reached. It also has to be approved by everybody. So the, the parliaments of the 27 member states, the UK Parliament and the European Parliament all need to, to give their approval to this. So you're actually probably only looking at about 15, uh, 12 to 15 months of negotiations within this two-year period once you've lost some time at the beginning for sorting out the process and uh, you've lost another six months at the back end for for ratification. So mm. uh, it's not going to be a, a, a late night uh, in March in two years' time with everyone trying to hammer out details. It's much more likely to be uh, that something will be agreed uh, ne by next uh, Christmas at the very latest and then a push to get that through uh, parliaments before the deadline looms uh, in 2019. How significant will other developments in Europe be this year, uh, key elections in France and Germany, for example, in shaping those negotiations? Potentially very important. The uh, French elections and the German elections matter because if you get new leaderships coming in, particularly if you get someone like the far-right uh, uh, French candidate Marine Le Pen, then they will be uh, pushing for very different things in the negotiation. And remember that France and Germany are two of the most important member states in the EU, uh, and what they say matters. So uh, I think it, it, it does uh, have an impact. If nothing else, it means that, that those two countries' governments now are already being quite cautious about the whole process because they know that they will be judged by their voters on their record uh, even as we go uh, into the negotiations at this stage. Is there any way back into the EU for Britain in, under a future government or a future change of heart from the population at large? In theory, yes, but nothing in uh, any kind of sensible timescale. This is uh, a decision that has uh, come, been a long time in the coming, I think. The UK has always had a, a difficult relationship with the EU, and it's hard to see uh, a government that would want to invest all of its political capital in uh, getting us back into this uh, organization after all the, the difficulty there will be of getting us out. So, yes, nothing is impossible, but uh, it looks really, really unlikely at this stage. Thank you very much, Dr. Asherwood. Thank you very much for having me. Simon Asherwood out of the University of Surrey there. We'll uh, get on to another aspect of Britain's focus in just a couple of moments, but if you want to get in touch either on Brexit or on rebuilding terror activities and also rebuilding in the process anti-terror measures. You can text us pound a sharp 1013 for 51 per message.